Pashas Vayichi, Perek Lemzayim, Pasuk Tov Ches. We're going to learn now about Yaakov's final year spent in Mitzrayim, being reunited with his family, and they were the best of his years, the best of, in his life. He was surrounded and reunited with his family and basically free from any enemies. When Yaakov sensed that he was about to die, he sent for Yosef. Yaakov instructed Yosef not to bury him in Mitzrayim. Yaakov instructed him to bury him in Tevrein. Sometime later, when Yaakov became ill, Yosef took his two sons, Menashe and Ephraim, to Yaakov to receive the final bracha. Yaakov surprised Yosef by informing him that he was making Yosef's sons the head of the two separate Shvatim on equal footing with Yaakov's own sons. Okay, that's what we're going to learn today. Pedagam Zayn. Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim the last 17 years of his life. And Yaakov's, the years of Yaakov in his lifetime were Shava Shanem, Barbama Shana. Last Shana were 147 years. Why is this Pasha by Why is it closed up? And any, anytime you have in Torah, there's a Suma and there's a, there's a Pasha Stuma. Um, so over here, you see that basically by it's all like it's all in the same paragraph. There's no there's no um, there's no stop. There's no like new new paragraph or anything. Rashi asks, so why is it that? The uh, section of the Torah is closed up. Rashi says, in the fish, Since Yaakov passed away, The eyes and the heart of the children became closed up from the misery of Mitzrayim, began to impose upon them. That's the first reason why there's a Sasuma. Another explanation is, and another explanation is that Yaakov wished to reveal to the sons when the Sheikh would come, when would be the end of all exiles, and Vinistam Imenu was concealed from him. The times of Yaakov to die approached. He called to Yaakov his son, and he said, If you now regard me favorably, please, please place your hand below my thigh to swear. And you will do perform with me a chesed of MS. Do not bury me in Mitzrayim. Rashi says, The time of Yaakov to die approached. Every time the terror uses the expression, the time of death approached, he did not attain the age of his father. Yitzchak lived 180 years. And Yaakov's, his sons was 170, and the uh, and uh, Yaakov lived 180, and Yaakov passed away 47. The David Shemar Kriva about David it says um, also Kriva his days the die approached, and his father lived 80 years and he lived 70 years. Whenever you have a lotion of Kriva means they did not attain the years of their father. The person had the ability to carry out his request. Why does Yaakov tell him to do kindness and truth? Kindness that one does with dead people are true kindness. Why? Because he did not accept to be repaid at all. Because ultimately the soil will become lice. Which was swarm under my body. Additionally, the dead outside of Eretz Yisrael will not be will not have chiyas amazim 
only by suffering the pain of rolling through the underground passages in the land of the trying, in the land of our, to the land of Eretz Yisrael. As well, so that the Nitzrayim should not make me a object of idol worship, so therefore do not bury me in Mitzrayim. Pasik Lamed. You shall, I shall go to lie with my fathers. For the Sasani bin Mitzrayim, and you shall then carry me from Mitzrayim. But for Atani before us, and bury me with my father's burial plot. By Yemar, and he said, I will do as you say. The Vav is connected at the beginning of the previous Pasig. Place your hand under my thigh and swear to me. And he said, That I go and I be buried with my fathers. And you bring me from Mitzrayim. Now, Rashi says, "Don't touch up." Vishachati and Mabaisa means that you should. I should be buried in the Maros of Machpelah. Why? It says right afterwards, and then it says, "Ukvartani b'mukoreso." So Vishachati and Mabaisa must mean something else. Elamai must mean that I'm saying simbol yafatach asnechi. And swear to me, Also, we find whenever the expression lying with his fathers is used for dying and not for burial. As we see, David then lay with his fathers. So, lay does not mean burial. And then he was buried in the city of David. And he said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. And then Yaakov then bowed towards the head of the bed. When the fox has his moments, bowed to him. Towards the head of the bed. He turned around towards the Shekhinah. From here we learn that the Shekhinah rests upon the head of a sick person. And that's why he, he went towards the head of the bed. Another explanation. What does it mean? He bowed uh, to the head of the bed. He bowed uh, with gratitude uh, because his, his bed was completed and had no wicked person part of it. Yosef was a, a king. Not only that, he was held captive amongst the Goyim and he remained steadfast in his uh, righteousness. It came after these events. A messenger came and told Yisrael, Your father is sick. So he took with him to Yaakov his two sons. Who told Yosef? This refers to one of the messengers. And it's just an abbreviated passage. Some people say, Ephraim was regularly with Yaakov to study Tera. And when Yaakov became sick in the land of Bashan, Ephraim went to his father to Mitzrayim to tell him what, what's going on. Why did he take his two sons? In order that Yaakov should bench him before he dies. And uh, this uh, Shliach informed Yaakov, saying, Yosef, your son is now coming to you. So, Yaakov uh, got strength and he sat up in the bed. 
Asher says, Yaakov, I'm not going to but they perish me. Yaakov, but it doesn't say who it was. There are many such psukim, which are abbreviated away. He said, even though he's my son, Malafu is my son, he's a king. I'm going to give him honor. From here we learn that honor is given to Malthus, the royal rank. Similarly, similarly you find that royalty by Pari, um, like it says, all the servants of yours that come to me, by Yelio it says, burned up his loins and ran before Achab. So we see that we give covet to kingdom. Yaakov said to Yosef, Hashem, the all-sufficient God, appeared to me in Luz, in the land of Canaan. And he blessed me. And he said to me, I'm going to make you fruitful and I will increase your numbers. And I will make you into a collection of tribes. I'm going to give her to stroll to your descendants after you in everlasting possession. Rashi, Hashem informed me that in the future there would be descent from me, another group who cries of two tribes. And although he said to me, a nation and a group of nations. A nation, he told me, was referring to Binyamin. A group of nations. He meant another two people besides Binyamin. And also, I never had another son. So therefore, Hashem taught me that in the future, one of the two tribes would be split. So I'm giving you this tribe that's going to be split. I'm giving it to you. That's Menashe and Ephraim. So now, your two sons who were born to you in the land of Ephraim before I came to you, Ephraim were considered Ephraim and Menashe, but Reuben and Shimon Yuli are considered like uh, Reuben and Shimon. Rashi and Lidim Lachat, Bayy Lacha Lifne Bayy Lacha, which means before I came to you. Which means they were born between the time you left to, to me until the time that I came to you. Lihaim, what does it mean? They are mine. They are to be counted together with the other sons taking. And taking a share in the land of Eretz Yisrael, each one corresponding to his portion. And your offsprings may be born to you after them. They will be considered yours. In their inheritance, they will be reckoned under their brothers' names. If you have any more children, they will not be counted as my sons. They are going to be included amongst the tribes of Ephraim and Menashe. And they will not have their own names as tribes regarding the inheritance of the land of Eretzisrael. Even though the land was divided according to the head count, for the tribes that has many, you shall increase in this portion of the inheritance property. Every man took an equal portion except for the firstborn. They're not called Shvatim except these ones. With regard to the drawing lots of dividing the land according to the number of tribes, appointing a leader for each tribe and assigning flags to each of them. 
even though I am making troubling you to bury me in I didn't do this for your mother because your mother died this is the measure of the land this is 2,000 cubits equivalent to this is within um, like the Mishad Arshan said outside the towns inhabited limits of the Shabbos don't think, don't think that I, uh, don't think that I was, I was the rain that prevented me from bringing her to Hebron for the burial. Uh, it was for dry seasons when the ground uh, is riddled and full of holes like the sea. Back with Hashem, and I buried there. I cannot even carry her to Beislechem to bring her to the land. I know that you feel resentment towards me. You should know that I buried her there with the command of Hashem, so that you may help her offsprings. Um, and when her offspring, when the Zavarian was sent into exile, so Yotza Rocha Kibro Bechem Rakeshes Aleinu Rachemim Rocha emerged and stood at her grave, weeping and beseeching mercy from Hashem for them. As it says, a sound has been heard in the highest heavens. It says, for there is a reward in your actions, um, and your children will return to the territory. The amount of land, is the land which is plowed in one day. And I have the opinion that they would have a definitive measure, which they would call the mound one furrow. Um, it says he plows and he plows again. The mount a fox carries away with his feet from a plowed field. And Yaakov saw Yosef and he said, Who are these? So Rashi Yisrael is the He wished to bench them, but the Shinnah departed them. All these are going to come from him. He didn't want to bless them. And Yosef answered his father. And he said, They are my sons. And Hashem granted me. And he said, Yaakov said, Bring them to me. I will bless them. From where were these born? Then are not a fit of bracha. So he said, He showed Yaakov his will be as Yosef. And Yosef then will dive into Hashem concerning this matter. And Ruach HaKedesh rested on Yaakov.